0: To a Difference in Thought I'm Charlie Ray, your host This is the homie Yo, see Goss in the building See Goss, Steve Goss is always fun You know, he's a, he's a, a brave soul He's like the Columbus <laughs> of us all. Well, I shouldn't say Columbus Because he's super problematic But he's, <laughs> I just uh, he's kind of a murderer uh, <laughs> a Goss is not <laughs> I retract that statement uh, no Goss is just like He likes to go into The undiscovered Like the real undiscovered Territory And for just sure. isn't afraid To like ask those questions As he says Talking about things your pastor will not want To talk about And Back. you know um, With his podcast They've been doing that For a while Shout out to my Um And so It just was uh, Interesting I know that a lot of people When I was on his Podcast People were like Man where's part two coming So Definitely were. Merry Christmas, here it is, right? Yeah, <laughs> we out here. Yeah, so I just want to continue our conversation that we were talking about earlier. And so, um, for those who haven't listened, this is A Difference in Thought. A Difference in Thought is uh, dedicated to the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Right above me. Ah, pal. Um, and so, we t- we talk about philosophy, current events, um, faith, all through the lens in the ancient art of truth-telling, our um, main mantra here is that there can be no difference without subtraction mm. or what basic arithmetic teaches us. And so before people want to talk about where they want to see a difference, first examine, where you willing to make a subtraction in your life? Mm. And so, that's what A Difference in Thought is all about. So thank you all for tuning in. So this isn't like an official episode that's going to have like the reels and the editing and all this stuff. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just telling with the homie Goss right here. Yeah. We're going to really uh, just talk it up some and uh, continue what y'all wanted us to talk about.
1: So For sure. So, we'll yeah. I actually want to start off on a Martin Luther King note. Okay. So, we had... I go to Hill City Church, if you're watching in Richmond, Virginia. Shout out to Wags. Facts, yeah. Facts. Wags is like the most woke pastor in Richmond, if you ask me. And, you know, he was quoting an uh, excerpt from Martin Luther King mm-hmm. Jr.'s sermon, from his Christmas Eve sermon. Okay. Like 1963, I think. Huh. Okay. Uh, and... He was quoting the excerpt to say it's unfortunate that we actually still live in the same times as far as socially, economically, racially right. that, that Martin Luther King wanted us to get past. And he, right. was ho- he was hoping by now to right. get past. So he's going through his sermon and Martin Luther King's talking about justice, talking about social equality, talking about uh, you know, how we're still going to use love and what we're still going to do. You know, He's like... Someone could do something terrible to me, but I'm still gonna love them, right. right? So, although we're still dealing with the same issues that we were dealing with in 19, you know, 60, whatever, 50, whatever, um, I don't feel that the message of love hmm. that Martin Luther King from our community right. is being executed right. uh, uh, properly the way that Martin Luther King would want it to be executed. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, and I was listening to the sermon, hmm. like. Man, what kind of love was Martin talking about?
0: Right. Like, That's was really he nice. saying,
1: yeah. let's just not react, don't, let's not do nothing, and get beat up, punched in the face, spit right. at, and that kind of thing? Or was he saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what what kind of love was he actually describing when he says, we're going to win in battle with love? Because then on the other side, you know, we have love looks different because Jesus loved the world, but he, did, but he destroyed it with water. Right. You know what I'm saying? So love looks different on many accounts right. uh, and I think love looks looks different depending on whose lens it's coming through Right. Um, so I just don't know if Martin hmm. would make it in this day and age huh. with his message huh. just because we're so volatile and black mm-hmm. people are always ready to fight hmm. and we're always ready to be emotionally high when it comes to a situation especially dealing with race hmm. so like, what's your views on that? Right. What do you think his message was versus right. what we're doing, yeah? Well, I mean
0: <laughs> uh, first of all, like, it's not just black people that are ready to fight. I mean, people flip over cars when they're when they're like Philly. Mm.
1: When
0: they when their team won. Yeah, 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 People's out in the streets going crazy. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So like sure, sure. <laughs> so I mean yeah, like there's that. But also like, uh, I think people sometimes confuse non violence with non action. One thing that he mm. always says is saying that Nonviolence is not passive it is a spiritual force it's a spiritual momentum that um resists and convicts and challenges people to the core of what they believe right so it's like really believing in you know the weapons that wage not uh carnal but mighty through god for the tearing down of strongholds and things like that sure and so um so if you when you think about all the ways that you could respond to um something um violence is something on the table but there's also other things right sure. there's 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 strategy there's boycotting there's organizing all these other types of things all he's saying is that because of love that i have out of all the options i'm just taking non-violence off right and then you also have to think about love like the reasoning behind that too mm-hmm. Um, something that even the Black Panthers say that they learn. And when Bobby Seale ultimately became a politician and looked back, he was like, yo, we were angry, but we didn't realize that like, literally violence couldn't get the job done. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that Dr. King was like, oh, we could get there by violence. You couldn't, you're outgunned. You're outgunned. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, outnumbered. Yeah. You're out whatever. Right. So you as a leader... If you love your people and you're like, yo, um, I could do this to satisfy whatever my need for immediate justice mm-hmm. from a from a physical standpoint, and yeah. I could go ahead and do that. But for real, because I love my people, I know what's gonna happen. That's not what's we're not gonna be able to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like even when you talk about uh, when you think about the Edmund Pettus Bridge, Bloody Sunday. Sure, right? sure. You got all these people coming. They got tanks. They got guns. They got dogs. Like, okay, you can get a few punches in, but what is that gonna do in the end? Yeah. Right. Because then it's gonna be, oh well, see, there were violence, so now we have reason or whatever. So sure. it's like, look, if we if we it for our rights, we are gonna get beat anyway, because that's where the spirit of America is right now. Right, you know what I mean? When Jesus talks about the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Right, like mm-hmm. that doesn't mean hell ain't gonna come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so he's saying, all right, hell is going to come, and if what we're really facing is a spiritual condition. Uh, uh, at responding physically probably will only um, exacerbate or worsen the spiritual condition of people because now they will spiritually feel justified for the force that they bring against people. Mm. But, if this is the spirit of America and this is how they resist to, because it didn't start with Dr. King, it started way before and you want to talk about the violence that happened in Reconstruction and all the types of things sure. that happened when black people say I want something and, and uh one of in one of my podcasts, The Souls of White Folk, W.E.B. Du Bois talks about this, how America has two responses. There's a responses to the black person that's just happy to be in their slave state and then for the people who want their freedom, America has a different response. Right. Mm-hmm. And so this is written in like uh like way before King. So probably in like the nineteen twenties, thirties. Um so King knew all of this stuff mm-hmm. going into it. And so, um, he's just saying, like, yo, um, just from a natural strategy standpoint, violence ain't going to work. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Malcolm X would even say, um, because everybody knows Malcolm X when he's, you know, posted up. Yeah, you know, like he, was he was all about the, the violence, You know? Right? Whatever. Uh, but when he, after, after he came back um, uh, uh, um, uh, and from his pilgrimage to Africa um, and kind of got out of the... Uh, uh, under the mindset of uh Elijah Muhammad mm-hmm. um he kind of was able to think for himself and saying like oh white people aren't the devil like these people aren't our brothers mm-hmm. and so he was more so um self-defense anyway and this is the kind of the break that and I think I'll talk about this break today because I think it, it kind of signifies where we kind of are between Dr. King like this generational break happened within his lifetime because he had a protege named Stokely Carmichael Definitely stokely carmichael he was over um he was over snake was like the organizing uh so it was a a, um non-violent uh christian organizing uh segment that they would have so throughout the south and so king was over and that's who trained all the people to do the boycotts and the sit-ins and so when he was getting hit and all these other types of things they would sit through this training yeah uh Stokely Carmichael then went to Mississippi with Fannie Lou Hamer here, okay, um, and he started organizing, and the things kept getting violent, and he was pretty much like, um, "Hey, brother, I don't really have the spiritual conviction you have about this nonviolence, but yeah. people's hitting me, and I don't, I'm not really sure if talking I'm down with nonviolence." To Malcolm, talking to Dr. King, King, okay, right, saying like, you know, I'm not sure if I'm really down with nonviolence, um, and so um, from that point. And so then they started to demonize him just because he said, I might like self-defense. Sure, sure. <laughs> people started demonizing him. Right. So when he's organizing with Fannie Lou Hamer, he's talking about black power, which is saying at some point, it was the same thing Dr. King saying, at some point black people should have power and not just be satisfied with their slavely state that, mm. that W.B. Du Bois says. They should be able to have the power to build their own future and determine for themselves what's good without violence and without, you know the uh, uh, the system changing the results like we talked about last time what happens when black people organize sure. and things like that too sure. uh, and so you know he just you know I'm saying yeah. like what we need is black and, and he was very very specific about political power but because he distanced himself and said I'm not sure if I'm down with nonviolence violence then right. they tried to say Oh, so you're about violence. So you're talking about black power. You're talking about black violence. And he's right. like, I'm not talking about violence. Like, again, I trained under Dr. King. I yeah. know what types of powers that we're talking about what's on the table. Right. There are lots of powers on the table. Um, non-violence isn't, isn't, you know, violence is the only thing on the table. But yeah. I'm saying, if you beat me, don't I have a right to defend myself? Yeah, for sure. And so they kept no trying question. to spin it on him and things like that. It wasn't until this black guy by the name of Reggie Gordon... Who was one of the first black people to write for Time magazine, mm-hmm. interviewed him, and it's, it's a funny story because he's like, Stokely, Stokely man, what's black power? He's like, I'm tired of y'all asking me about black power, cause all you're gonna ask is, Am I a violent black man I'm not really trying to have it? And then Reggie and then uh 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 the guy goes, uh, yo, you can <laughs> tell me I'm black and he's like, Alright, cool, I'll tell you, man. So he tells the guy, and uh <laughs> and he's pretty much he's pretty much saying like what kind of what Dr. King was talking about, except he just felt a little different about the violence standpoint. Okay. And so what I feel today is that, um, and some of this has to do with how invested uh, the Black Church and the spiritual tradition has been in some you think of so? the love the of the. Yeah, I just was talking to a pastor about that, and he was saying, "Oh, well, you know, sometimes I feel like uh, your generation." isn't as uh, respectful or invested or whatever and I was saying yo you gotta understand um, there is people like to talk about white flight but we have to have an honest conversation too about black flight and what happens when black people got successful and they fled the hood but didn't like invest sometimes you understand know what sure. I'm saying so now, so there are black churches that are there and things like that
1: but sometimes but you think the, the church inter- specifically has a role in that like they have a role in controlling the non-violent situations that are happening, or the, or even the violent situations. You're saying. That's see, I'm from Baltimore. That's that's what's in me. Because okay. when when Baltimore
0: was up in flames, and that when we ever talk about that CVS that burned, mm-hmm. and so the next night when everything was burning, there was so much violence. Um, the city officials called the ministers and the clergy mm. in Maryland, and said, "Yo, everybody's exhausted." Like we we don't have enough people to be out here yeah can y'all just have a march and so all the clergy and you can go you can google it and see it they have it from the helicopter view okay. so all the clergy got together walked arm in arm and they just did walks throughout the city and the one the times that they were walking ain't nothing pop off because it's like oh there's such and such or whatever. like people, respect it people extent, respected so people respected it was because stopped. in baltimore People, people were still very much invested into the struggle of yeah. the people there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you had that friend. So I, just, I basically was telling that pastor like, we can't expect people, we can't expect returns on investments we didn't make. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Right. And if you like, oh, pull your pants up. What's up with that rap music? Da 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 da. <laughs> they ain't gonna be kids forever. Right. That's a whole generation. Yeah. yeah so yeah. now we come to a generation that you critiqued, but you didn't care or invest in. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. That's what's gonna happen. There's gonna be a disconnect. Yeah, and you have to be careful because, and this was Stokely Carmichael would, would always tell people, y'all concerned about me, but I I was I had Dr. King's around. There are people after me who didn't have Dr. King's, who didn't Very have true. the Panthers. Yeah, and they're gonna be way crazier than me. <laughs> yeah, so before yeah, yeah. y'all try and whatever shout down what I'm saying, right? You need to listen to me because the people coming after me. They don't care about nonviolence. Yeah. They don't care about King. They don't care about, you know, whatever. It's, right. If y'all do this to me, then this is what's, what it's going to be, <laughs> right? So we miss periods of investment when when we're so concerned about, like, I don't know, like, what things should hmm. be or like. Yeah. Well, but we do
1: you think have. the message of Dr. King, which is love, ultimately, right. and nonviolence, and what would be perceived, by, I think, by our generation as being soft, Hmm. Do you think that would fly in 2019? Like I personally don't think it would. Like I think hmm. if you have a, Mark, a Malcolm X and a right. Martin Luther King present day, right, right, most of the millennials generation and us, thirty and under, thirty three and under, right, they're gonna go with the Malcolm X philosophy. I feel like, and by any means necessary, we got to get this justice. We got to get this. We got to get equality. We gotta get this and that. But I think if you have an older generation. That, don't get me wrong, they're very still important. They're still right. very important. But they more so would follow I think so personally would follow mm-hmm. the message of King mm-hmm. and would follow the message of nonviolence and let's just do marches but not do nothing else. Right. Uh well I think well, I mean, if you look at the platform
0: of Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. they are a um nonviolent, like, um, not according to Fox News. Well, well, there's a lot of things that aren't true according to Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's white, according to Fox News, and so is Jesus. Saint, Saint, Saint Nicholas was from Istanbul.
1: You know he punched him so, in the face, 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 face to cancel him, Nicaea? Oh, really? Yes, I just learned that other Okay. I mean, yeah. There because there they there. said Jesus wasn't God, but that's a different subject. Right. Saint Nick is real, you Saint Nick is real.
0: <laughs> yeah. Saint Nick is real, man. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so so um, you're saying... Black because matter. because no, here's, here's the thing, like, and I think, I think what happened with the Black Panthers, even though most of the times they were, they were arming themselves because of police brutality and they just would just be rolling up on officers and being like, oh, somebody getting arrested, let's stand here with our guns and make sure nothing happens. Okay. Right. But... Through that... Is the Panthers Yeah, And so, through that, they got targeted by the FBI. And so, people like Fred Hampton, you know, they just ran up in his yeah. apartment and killed him and all these other types of things. Right. Um, and one of the surviving people, Bobby Seale... He just was like, man, we just really should have just been in the politics because we really overestimated the government and how much how much violence is like, yeah. Trash. So, yeah. so I think they would agree. Maybe they would agree on for different reasons. Okay. Uh, Dr. King's was was also like, yes, proceduralism gonna work, but really was founded more so in the um, uh, Agape nonviolent uh, uh, Judeo-Christian ethic. Um, and other people kind of came to that by just saying, like, yo, guns ain't going to work. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why Black Lives Matter. They don't really believe in central figures and, like, who's the leader of Black Lives Matter because right. they learned from the Panthers. I mean, they still rule with Angela Davis, who is the survivor member of the Panthers sure. and things like that. And so, you know, was like because when you have one leader bubble up, they get assassinated, like yeah, all yeah, the yeah. people did in 68. You understand what I'm saying? So they're sure. like, okay, well, we're not going to win this with guns. Right. Right. Um, so we're not we're not you know and then when you see what happens in Ferguson when you know they roll tanks through there yeah. um, like it's Iraq or something right throwing tear gas at people real. right oh it's real it's all this other stuff so so right now I think it's just the tactic is it's just not gonna work right the violence won't work yeah the violence isn't gonna work right okay. so I think what's different here um, and is is what Dr King called the beloved community. Um, versus we just going to do what we have to do to win, right? Because Mm -hmm. when you have, I think the difference with Dr. King is that, as he said, if I have made my enemy my brother, haven't I also destroyed my enemy? Meaning that the both forward of the beloved community is that not only do I want you to stop doing what you're doing, I want you to come to the table and be family, right? And so if you have that intent of after all this is done, I hope we can live together. Right you move completely different than y'all don't care about you i'm ashamed. you go in your corner whatever i don't care whatever it takes to get you up out of my way sure like whatever you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. and i understand like you know if somebody's been oppressing you and doing some really whack stuff unless you're kind of coming from a perspective or a worldview that kind of you know values that or bears the view, views the image of god in somebody even when sure. they're not doing what you want them to do right? Yeah. yeah right right um Uh, I can understand why you might just be like, yo, I don't care where you go. I just want you up out of here.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Right, right. So I
0: think that's what the difference is. And like I was talking to a pastor about Psalm 23 and it talks about he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. Now in black church, you know, you read, you read that like, yeah, God is making room. He's going to put on a show for your haters. They're going to have a front row seat to your Right. Right. right, Right. But we were just thinking, like, what if that just means that, like, what God's solution to an enemy is a table, right? Like, maybe the maybe who we perceive as our enemy is just someone we forsake and fellowship with. Someone we don't understand yet. Someone we haven't talked to, right? Yeah. Because when you couldn't sit down and talk to somebody and understand where they're coming from, crazy stuff can happen, right? Yeah, yeah, for Like, sure. I, there was, um, talking about the Black Panthers, this one dude, Fred Hampton, now he said a lot of stuff. But one thing that I thought was cool that he would do is, he would... Have meetings with Panthers, and he would enjoy, he would invite like poor rural people, who probably were down with like racism and all sorts of types mm-hmm. of stuff. And he would sit them down and say, "Like, look, you broke, I'm broke. My healthcare's is whack. Your healthcare is whack, yeah. right? Your school suck, my school suck. Now we spitting up here and they hating each other while they eating while all of us starving. What's <laughs> up with that? Yeah. And then they and then when at that table they'd be like, oh." So that's what that's about. But mm-hmm. but if you don't have a table, but you just got a news station, right? Or Fox News said you're my enemy, or yeah, MSNBC yeah. said I'm not supposed to right. clap when you do nice stuff, or da da da. But so when we forsake, when we move in that type of phrase, where it's just you know uh, I'm going to get mine by 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 any means necessary. Yeah. Versus how can we maneuver in a way where we're building a table where people are
1: respecting each other and, you know... Yeah, things like that. The narrative of, I think, just the news in general, of uh, the information that they propagate and the information that they, you know, they tell us, decide to tell us, um, I think that works both ways, too. And when I say that, I mean the same way that most black people don't appreciate or like Fox News. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then... But... I think sometimes they incite a lot of... Like CNN, they know their base. They know right. who they're talking to. They understand who their viewer is. Right. So although, yes, the stuff that they're saying can be true to a certain extent, as well as I think sometimes they either harp on it more mm-hmm. or they go past what they should be reporting because they're trying to please their viewer base. Same thing with Fox News. So the same thing yeah. where it's like, you know, Fox News would tell you that Donald Trump's the greatest president and say all this great stuff right. about him. Um, let's say, let's take it back 1960s. Um, you'd have Martin Luther King, and CNN wouldn't report the the scandals that he had, or right. Probably CNN probably wouldn't report the negative things, right, and cheating on his wife and things like that, because that's not the the kind of news that they right. talk about. Right. So, do you think that the I guess when it comes to news, are we are we not informed enough? Mm -hmm. from the news sources that we watch right you know what I'm saying I think so I have this thing I've been thinking about where I'm thinking
0: like I think narrative is the new religion (laughs) like there's this cool C.S. Lewis quote which is cool within the context that it is but when you flip it it gets a little you'll see what I'm talking about he talks about um being a Christian is like um is like experiencing the sun like I don't like I don't believe the sun just because the sun is there but the sun helps me see everything in my world right and so he's pretty much saying that i the the bible helps me understand the world it's a lens and the light through which i view the world yeah um which might be a little bit cooler for the bible right but when your narrative is super conservative or i'm liberal or i watch this news station then your news station, instead of informing you and giving you things and saying, hey, think about this, weigh this, see if it's true, mm-hmm. it's more so of, not as how I view my world through. Yeah. Right. So when Tucker Carlson gets on TV and says, immigrants are poorer and dirtier than us. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Like, literally. Then, right. Right. Then... You that's gonna view how you see what's going on at the border, sure, right? Sure, you sure. won't see the the eight year old that just died in in custody on right. Christmas, and the other kid that right. that 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 did as well. You'll see people as unruly, or 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 you know whatever, as President Trump said, the rapist, and all the you know all yeah, these things like coming through, right? Because that's the worldview that you view your your lens through. Yeah, yeah. If you view your lens through on on um the other side, then sometimes you can complicated demonize people who might be trying to do the right thing Hmm. at the border where it's like uh now there are some like shady you know some some bad things that have happened but you know there are some people that are just like yo we weren't we weren't ready for this yeah right um there are some people that just you know aren't doing it the way that they should Hmm. i don't think they were like come here little girl we're gonna (laughs) you know Serve you or or, yeah. or, or or things like that, right? So so, but if that's like the lens that you see your, your world through, then that's gonna affect that's gonna affect how you react, and it's also gonna affect what you expect from people. Sure, right? And I think that's that's the difference between um, Dr. King's message and kind of what might sometimes can happen today. Is that um, do we do we still? Um, Recognize and treat people that we disagree with with dignity, right? Yeah. Do we retain people's divine dignity
1: when we disagree with what they do? I think we should. I mean, if we believe in the Mago day, right? Then we definitely should. And I th- also think that works both ways, right? Black people shouldn't say they hate Donald. Not hate Donald Trump. But they shouldn't say you know I hope he dies and he's not this and that. Right. And it's like yo, know, just because you despise his policies or the way he acts and you know his racism and things like that. Like, that's still a person that God made who's made the image of God, just for like sure. you. So, yeah. I think it works both ways.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think it's also, like, love to be able to say, like, this this person shouldn't be president because it's bad for his soul. <laughs> like, this brother's right. corrupting at a crazy rate a minute, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. So, so, it's, so it's like, you. Know, I think this is bad for you, you know? Like, it's like somebody who... One of your friends who's dating somebody that's whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... I don't hate you but and I don't hate her but this is a bad situation for you. I sure. can see how you're like financially, emotionally just like Yeah, and draining. I want you to be out of this for you. Yeah. No, I dig it. <laughs> now, are there some things that I that really annoy me and affect me too? Yeah. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> But also, that's a bad situation for you, right? And it's ripple effects of 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 how this happens but hey yeah, no i don't want somebody to die and like all these types of things and like man there's
1: black people that want him to die
0: yeah i mean i mean there are white people that wanted want obama to die like there was there was this one That's verse. someone was passing around saying praying for obama and they put this verse in psalms that says something about like may god smite their whole family or something <laughs> like that right like it was an equivalent to that but they put it in the scripture verse to make it seem like it's nice but right you it the scripture verse It was like, so crazy Fams, yeah, the hate runs deep, bro. bro. Like, yeah, yeah, the hate and, runs deep. and it's because it's what it all depends on what you have your faith in, right? If you have your faith, through, and so and when we talk about narrative, sometimes people view their entire lives through politics, they do. And if you don't agree with me politically, then what is the point of your life? Yeah, yeah. Fams. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they're, my not, they're not just just because I disagree, they're not just the politicians. politician, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah and policy can affect people's real lives in a real way so I'm not taking away from that but like we have to have the ability to like separate those things sure. especially as Christians like we have a higher call to recognize Armando Day people and people and, and celebrate when they're um, helping God's creation to flourish and the decisions that they make but also being able to be like Apostle Paul straight out of Tarsus and tell them like yo you know hmm. you, you not living according to the, truth of the gospel and it's messing up the fellowship. Get in
1: step. Yeah. So, I always have conversations with people. Uh, I go to a predominantly white church. Okay. And most of my friends go to predominantly black churches. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm always pointing out, you know, things that I feel like they could have did better or things that they feel like their church can do better. Right. And now they always, they start to feel attacked because Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, you're over there with them white people now. So you think you're better than us. You think Mm -hmm. you know everything, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And it's not that, I I think that, it's just that I want to see y'all do good too, the way that we're doing good Mm -hmm. where we're at, right? So, um, so I have sometimes civil conversations, sometimes uncivil conversations. (laughs) But the civil ones, they they go pretty well. And, um, you know, I was telling my friend, I was telling him, I think if black church and black people could get organization and value under control, mm. then you could be just as good and, and, and compete mm. with what white people are doing. Mm. right? And I've always said that I think that those two is what boils, what, what boils down to why white people are ahead in hmm. life it's because it's what we value and it's organizational systems hmm. and organizational structures and things right, like so that. I got a slow oh, no, 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 okay, no, no. Okay, I'm not done yet alright <laughs> <All laughs> right. I'll just take my notes <laughs> <laughs> so and, and um, what was it so with so with those two items that I think are very very important to success uh, and success how we define it I just don't think that black people are willing to admit that they're bad at that. Mm-hmm. Like, we we pulled the card of, well, they got a 400-year head start, which they did. I'm not saying mm-hmm. they did. I'm not saying right. that that's not true or that's not a valid point when you make right. that. Um, but I was reading Charlemagne's book, Black Privilege, right? Okay. And I'm like, at what point Charlemagne says, like, I'm not going to say I can't get ahead because... A slavery or because I'm black or because of this, but you use what you have to get ahead. Right. And I feel like I've done that well. I've right. used my privilege. I've used uh, my my race. I've used, you know, things that I know and had actually educated people right. on this side of things right. that they didn't know about Black culture. Right. So you know, some people they know what I do. Some people are supportive. Some people are like, oh, you sold out type thing. Mm, right. Right. But and when I always tell them, it comes back. I'm like, yo, they're not really doing nothing too much different right. than what y'all are doing. They're just organizationally good, and their value system is different, and what they value in church. Right. Um. So what you think? Right. Okay. Well, I guess my questions would be. What? How are you defining uh,
0: good? Yeah. Um, how are you defining a head? Okay. And um,
1: what do you mean by compete? So I'll start with the first one. Good. Right. When I say good, I I would say um, good as in stuff is pleasing to people coming to the church. Okay. They view it as acceptable. They view it as something that they like. This is good in their eyes. Okay, so kind um, of like est- aesthetically pleasing, right? Uh yeah, that too. Okay, that's definitely involved in okay. it. Okay. Um, the second thing you said, good. Um, what do you mean by ahead? You said a the head, white church or ahead? Right, what right. right. Like so that? we say ahead. We know the world is progressing every single seems like month. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. With technology, with right? Okay. Everything coming out. So the white church has adapted to that better. Okay. Than I would say the black church has, and I use evidence of that. Uh, as this mass exodus from young, bl- younger Black people right. to these multicultural, aka white churches, okay, because they have the the screens and because they have the technology okay. and because the pastor wears skinny jeans and the worship is is, is, is like a YouTube concert, and, right? You know what I'm saying? So like right. that stuff that is attractive to people that are running the world soon, right. if not now, okay? You know what I mean? And then the third one was what? Uh, and what do you mean by compete? Compete, yes. So whether we like it or not, I think everything. As long as we can see what other people are doing, everything is a competition, right? Um, In some way, shape, or form. Hmm. Unless you're just doing what you do and you stay in this office, you have to see what's going on, and that automatically is going to make you say, "Wow, I want to do that," Hmm. or "I wonder how they did that." And Hmm. so I don't. Although, although I think I don't think competition is wrong. I think it's a natural. Progression of being alive, okay, um, and having friends and being social. Like right. whether 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 you want to do it or not, you're going to compete, right? Um, and, and you're going to compare, and that's that's just what it is. Like I don't think you can't do that. You can't not do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the three. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. Okay.
0: So here's the here's the thing. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, I don't think I want black churches to be like white churches. Okay. What do you mean when you say Um, that? Now, if you mean just from a structural, organizational, Mm -hmm. administrative, um, uh, resource level, like yeah, I think that's cool. That's helpful. Um, Here's here's what I say. But but you mean
1: culturally? Oh, culturally. I mean, no, I'm saying you you mean culturally when 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 you say you don't want black churches to be like white churches, Um,
0: even. Sometimes and how playthings operate because I think there needs to be a balance and a diversity and each thing contributes that. Okay. I think it needs each each church needs to be the best part, the best, best contribute what they have been called to contribute in the best way. Gotcha. Um, I think you can learn from each other. I think by hanging with each other, you can see where the blind spots are. Definitely, right? I think that's good. Oh, <laughs> But I don't think the one needs to become the other. It's like when when um. Jesus is talking to Peter and he's like, upon this rock, I'm gonna build my church. And he's like, cool. And then he's like, and he's kind of like, yo, your you're just kind of gonna suck. <clears throat> right? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, there's yeah. this weird verse where John's just here, just chilling. I don't know what he's doing. He's off in the corner. Yeah. And Peter's like, what about John? Right. And Jesus is like, don't worry about don't that. Don't worry about it. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always thought it was weird. It's like, what? Yeah. what? You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, it's, it's, but they needed those to be like different. Like, like for example, like Apostle. Apostle Paul sent to the Gentiles. Peter stayed more so in the house. Sure. Um, Apostle Paul had to tell him like, "Yo, you've been really wrong to the Gentiles," but he didn't say, "Now I want you to go on the mission field and do whatever." It's like, no, I know what your lane is. I know what you do. Yeah. I know what your call is, but you falling behind on this, and that's gonna affect your other situation. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's cool. So when I hear like a head, it can be weird because here's and here's stuff that I see in my work, right? So. I can talk to um, a small a small church like one of one of, um, one of of my friends she pastors and she's really involved in the community and she's really the mother of the community the church is run down and you know they don't have a secretary and you know like you know uh, she sometimes she tries like six different things but she only has the resources to do two sure, and sure. it can be frustrating and it's yeah. like you know whatever but you know for what she does and who she is, like it's 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 really great. I uh, I talked to a, a pastor and he was like, "Yo," and he has like the, one of the two biggest churches in this town. Okay. What happened is that um, one of the sheriffs in the town, who he's actually friends with, um, decided that he was going to participate with ICE, and which is which is the people that like uh oh, Mexican yeah, 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 the deport yeah, uh, uh, people, and, yeah, right? The, oh, right. The immigration yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. then they started hanging out in front of his church because he knew there were. Latinx people that went sure. to his church, right? Yeah. And then there was a lot of racial tension that happened. They found out in the town that there was a lynching that happened um, uh, by, I think, by from some members from his church, Dang. Um, historically. And so now he had all the PowerPoints and all the screens and all sure. the other things. But when he comes to me, he goes, yeah, I've been pastor for 26 years. I went to seminary. Yeah, Nobody taught me what to do with this, mm. right? And so, what you would call in, in, in carnal eyes of administrative and all the things, you're, you're ahead before the prophetic call and what it takes for you to pass your, your whatever. Yeah. you behind as a mug, right? Sure. Which what he said, right? Uh, even when you think about Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, they released this 72-page report called The Report on Slavery and Racism in the History of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Mm. And they consider themselves the head and the leading minds of yeah, the, yeah. the seminary and all those types of things. but all they found is on slaves yeah um not only that when election when abraham won his election abraham lincoln won his election one of the dudes in there was like let's go ahead and get the secession papers out because i know these dudes don't <laughs> to try and mess with our slaves right yeah. then not only that after after the civil war then there was a a governor who was like hey man if you elect me then i'll let i'll, I'll keep the federal troops out of our state so that y'all can just lynch all these black people mm. They supported him, <laughs> right? And it was the bloody, elect- but anyways, like you, you go through like these reports and things like this. So you sure. think of like people say like a and they got the buildings, they got the schools, they got all these other types. Of yeah, things. yeah. But when our call um, uh, uh, is not just to build schools and buildings and run things well, which is good, yeah. I obviously do all things in excellence as unto the Lord. But when it comes to uh, as a, Dr. King says Black people are the conscience of America Right? Because mm-hmm. we are the one uh, Living embodiment That says America has not been Who it says that it is sure. Right? Um, and that has been The call that we have with things yeah. like that So then when you enter into a time Where, well not enter into a time Because America's always been in that time but, So when mm-hmm. it's time to call America to uh, Repentance and examine and deep meditation And things like that, those who we think Will be super super far ahead don't know what to do with <laughs> it, right? I mean, people that do yeah, that all the time. So, point. so, 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 for me, it's it's not so uh ahead or, or even competing with because I think, I think even that is a part of American culture. And you know, you know, the great melting pot of America isn't, uh uh, it's really just assimilation, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like your progress is judged by your proximity to white people. Oh sure, people, right? yes. like right. that's a fact. Right, right. So, so um, when people say, like, black people need to do this, black people need do this, it's like, what, what have we been called, positioned, uh, equipped to do? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's do that in the greatest way that we can, sure. but also, talking about <laughs> a table, let's build a table and be at the table with with other people that are commissioned and called to do different things. Mm-hmm. And let's have the courage um, to allow other people to look into what we do yeah. and see where our blind spots are, right? And then sure. let's also have the courage to celebrate people for where they are even if for what they contribute even if they don't have all their stuff together yet yeah. right cause I'm not gonna be out here and be like all these white churches need to close so they figure out what to do with racism <laughs> right like I mean they, yeah. they you know like there are other things that they have done right mm-hmm. that 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 are that are good but um, nah because what I don't want you know a black church to say until I get this um, uh, secretaries or PowerPoint screens or whatever yeah. you know what I mean like Somebody might their their church might be more so if They running food pantries, or they doing like more strategic type stuff, right. like, you know, like brother, I, we don't really be eating like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if I can uh, invest in whatever or pay sixteen thousand dollars for a new audio system, like I don't yeah. think that's how the sixteen k is gonna work with how my neighborhood works, right? Because right. I mean, there there are there are ways that. Um, there, you know, sometimes we get too caught up into a structure of a church and the building and things like that. I, right. I was, I was, I was reading the story of uh, when Richmond, way back in the day, ran I ninety five through a black neighborhood called Navy Hill, where they're trying to put this Coliseum now. Um, they blocked down a whole black neighborhood, like blocks and blocks of black neighborhoods got knocked down,
1: okay.
0: but the church building stayed up. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like. But it's like, okay, cool, that's a cool testament, but like you hmm. organize to keep the church building, but everybody in your house got knocked out? you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, Man, so that's crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. so but if you're in a mindset of I'm competing, I need to whatever, like I can see how that can happen because it's like, right. well, I need to have a and it's like so sometimes when you're trying to compete with how another thing operates, yeah, you 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 will stop developing crucial things that are essential to how you do that that's right? true that's like like a rapper right if you saw somebody if you were like yo Wyclef John can rap and play guitar i'm finna take these guitar lessons for a year hmm. you stop rapping and then you come out a year later all right on the guitar and now you can't like, even rap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's like nah I can, <laughs> I can i can I can celebrate that Wyclef can play the guitar and right. Sing, rap, or whatever he does, right? Yeah. But that's not my lane. That's not how I operate. I don't need to be viewing myself as competing as him. Sure. But, you know, like so. That's kind of how I see it. Okay. But no, I think there are. I think there are ways, and I think a lot of that has to because I was. I you know what I'm tired of is I'm tired of being in rooms with white people saying, "Well, I like the black church, but so they can get their theology right, it'll be great." Yeah. And it's like, you do know, yeah, it's crazy, right? Because most times their theology is wrong. Right. 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 Also that. And also, like, my my spiritual grandfather, Dr. Tony Evans, he was the first African-American to graduate from Dallas Theological Seminary. Yeah. In the 70s, fam. Yeah, 70s, right. The first black woman to graduate is my godmother. Word? In the 80s, fam. Say word. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So, so... So I'm like, oh snap! So we had a couple of years. Y'all been in back there with the yeah, you know, 1600s and all this other types of stuff. Wow. Right? We start in the, in the 70s and the 80s. And by the way, it was legal for y'all to do that in like, yo, you know I what I mean? Know that. It's crazy. Schools got the second grade in 54.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't until the
0: 80s. <laughs> that y'all races behinds. <laughs> So tell me how good your theology is that even when the secular right. law said this is okay, right, right, y'all right. still were like, heavens no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me learn about that theology. Well, if you don't get up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get up out of here. Yeah, yeah. so, so that's, that's, the thing, that's the thing where it annoys me. Oh, so man. it's like, if we're going to talk about it, let's have... The whole conversation, yeah. no, that's a good because point. what you're trying to do is saying my, our white minds are better at understanding God than black minds. No, for sure. Is what you're trying to say, low key? Yeah. Ha, ha! He he he. Right. It's like nah, fam. Like yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. this is a
1: whole other thing. And that's that, why them paintings of white Jesus and them seminaries. Fresh. Right. That you still got in your white church. supremacy. Right. Only for sure. in in their theological seminaries right. every single right. day. Right.
0: Right. Because because yeah. the only reason I say that is because um. I definitely really don't hear that conversation from the other end where it's like, white churches need to learn from black churches. I was mm. watching this thing and uh, I was I, 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 I follow lots of people across the Christian spectrum on yeah. Twitter or whatever and so like this liberal person was trying to be like, I don't know like trying to get like conservative people and saying like, here's a hot take, what's your favorite quote about progressive Christianity that's a hot take or whatever and I was feeling some type of way so I didn't really tweet it but I was about to say, here's one Progressive Christianity is what white Christians call what black people have been talking about for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, now y'all want to have your Starbucks and talk about equity, but yeah, <laughs> was that not Frederick Douglass? That's funny, bro. That's yeah.
1: funny, bro. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like, we yeah, gotta yeah, talk about. Yeah, it. I yeah. want to
0: have like, 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 cause he, like, cause I was talking about earlier with Malcolm X about the one way integration. Sure. People always talking about how black people need to get up over here. Can we have the conversation that talks about in the Christian theological space? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. How white people can That's true.
1: catch up with
0: where black people have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Now, I mean, I, I definitely agree. I do believe that definitely I've heard some sound theologians just being, just educating myself on it. Yeah. Going to these conferences and looking at and hearing these, um, these black preachers and black theologians speak. Um, but then I'm thinking about it and now, I'm thinking, what am I measuring that against? What's the standard right. that I'm saying, oh he's good because he said this right. because this person affirms it, so it's gotta be true. Right. It's usually a white person. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. You know what I mean? Um but I'm thinking also See, now, mad people sitting listening to black people and it's like, I wonder what John Piper thinks. Yeah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wanna right. fight, but I don't know what John Piper thinks. And yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> his
1: word is supreme.
0: So it's just all this emotionalism must be the origin <laughs> they don't make sense they have to trick
1: you with the emotionalism. Yeah, that is mad <laughs> funny that is mad funny it's crazy because there's so many black theologians mm-hmm. like from those days like you right. know, a lot of them like St. Augustine mm-hmm. uh, the Black Dorf um, yeah. there's a, like a lot of colored theologians who yeah, yeah. Who, are, who are well respected but in the books and when they teach them they push this white theology on you. Don't take their principles, though, man. Like there was a Yes, little, all I day. Can't, I
0: can't remember they take our the music. They take our theology. I can't take, think of the brother's name, but it was, it was from northern Africa, was a theologian that actually thought about the Trinity. Mm. It's a black brother that, that really? thought that up. Yeah. They like, like brought that concept? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So don't pass it on and say, like, you know, if I, the black people in that theology, it's like, <laughs> what. You should study the origins of some of the stuff you believe. You probably gonna see some people that look like me. yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> but we let y'all learn. Yes. We let y'all come and learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when well, we yeah. y'all got some jewels, y'all y'all locked it up in the white tower.
1: That's true. Uh, so Wow. Well, so I always have some interesting uh, people on my Facebook feed. Okay, on my timeline. People telling me to get back on Facebook, and I'm like,
0: you should, bro. It's hot right now. And I'm like, I don't know if y'all want me on Facebook. We Google. definitely do. <laughs> they definitely do. Well, first of all, Facebook needs to stop uh, targeting uh, black political operatives. <laughs> that could be true too. Google their lawsuit with
1: Color of Change, but <laughs> I don't know if I want to support the Zuckerberg. <laughs> the Zuckerberg. <laughs> So I'm always the guy that likes to play fair, right? Yeah, And I always absolutely. want to give the good, and I always want to give the bad. And sure. usually there's 99.99999% of bad stuff about Trump, right? Uh-huh. But so I had this one story just about the prison reform. Right. Or about the Martin Luther King, uh, was that mon- not monument. It was something that he did for Martin Luther King. Hmm. Um, it was a lot, a lot of good stuff that he was doing right. for the black community. So I posted it, okay. right? And black people be mad Yeah You know what I'm saying Because once they hate somebody right. You can't do no good Even Right You could free their mother from jail yeah. It don't matter, <laughs> don't matter. Yeah. Right Man Donald Trump Could free Lil' Peanut Right From life Life sentence They still would hate him Right So You know I got a lot of mixed reactions Because they're saying uh, Like we talked about earlier Brooke cool. clock," You know is right two times a day Right uh, You know what I'm saying Don't be fooled by the Giving the the, the, the dogs crumbs you Right You know what I'm saying Just to make them happy And shut up a little bit so I don't believe that though. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he, he had a good intent when he was doing what he did. Right. And but you have a lot of black people that still believe that he's all evil and there's no good mm-hmm. in him, like he's Satan or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Antichrist. Yeah. So I mean, wh- wh- what do you think? You think when, when when he does things that seem positive in the black community, do you think it's just like pandering? Do you think it's just hey y'all shut up for two seconds, I'm, I'm getting all this, <laughs> or do you think it's sincere um, I think it's
0: probably a little mix of a little bit of everything okay. um, uh, some of it I think is panoramic you kind of have to look into the bill a little bit more and know what it's what it's about and what it's saying. Mm. Um, as far as this first step, bill, I mean, it's a bipartisan thing. It's something that I think will be helpful. But again, I hope it really is the first step and there's a second step act. Yeah. Um, I think I was joking with you when I was saying like, yeah, he signed that joint because he going to need it in 2021. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> violent offenders. Oh, do the first step <laughs> act? The two step act? <laughs>
1: Uh, all, all, those. Yeah, all of those, brother. Yeah, you yeah, stupid. <laughs> so, I mean,
0: he, had, he probably has some self interest in there, you know what I mean? Sure, lady? sure. His sister just got hemmed up for tax evasion, I Oh, know, man. He um, we sitting on the court, on the federal case. Yeah, she's like a judge or something like that. Right? Yeah, and uh, Jared and Ivanka are banned from sitting on boards in New York because they've wow. been like, funneling money. So, all those are nonviolent offenses. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of brother that might have been a little Christmas card yeah. he sent to his family, right? Uh, but no, but uh, no. I mean, I, I think, um, like I said, uh, one of my favorite quotes by Maya Angelou saying that you have the capacity to um, contribute as much as the most wonderful person on earth, and to harm as much as the most terrible person on earth, right? Mm. And so it's just a lot. So I think that's good to let you know about what your capacity is, so you're not deceiving yourself. But I would never. You might under the right circumstances. <laughs> right, I couldn't. You can, under the right circumstances. Sure. So, I think applying that um, to other people as well, and, you know, when you believe that people made the image of God, and they can also, uh, not just, like, your face, but also, like, how you operate within the world, you can, you, each person has the ability to make things flourish, and also, you know, poison things things as well. One thing that I, I, um... I think the only reason why people have trouble with when Trump does good things is because sometimes he likes to position it to negate the other things that he's done, right? Mm. Like people say, oh, there's no way that Trump is racist. Can't you see what he said about XYZ? Sure. Can't you see what he's doing, right? So I say it like this somebody's choking somebody with their hand against the wall. Okay. And he chokes them for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But for two minutes, he makes them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and gives it to them. Gotcha. But he's still choking them. Sure, it's like thanks for the
1: sandwich. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <was> like okay, <laughs> right? That's I'm sure analogy. you
0: really wanted to be like. I hope they enjoy the sandwich. Hell, I'm sure you did. <laughs> <a great> <laughs> <laughs> but you still right. choking me right there. right? so I think that's what the tension is. Okay. So I think I think I think um, uh, it would be very helpful to stop (laughs) choking people's you know like economies and for your personal things you need to be talking about and not just black people I mean like this trade war is in with China it's like I don't know if you've had an updated news in about 20 years but like we owe China money right Like (laughs) like, I'm sure we do how are you going to start you know uh, Twitter beef with your yeah, that collector, right? <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good strategy to nah, me. You know what I mean? All, like, yeah, all yeah, these yeah. businesses closing down because you know the tariff wars have messed up their whole situation, and and um, yeah, so it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, uh, so like I said you have to do your due diligence to really understand all that it means, mm. and sometimes things sound good, but then when they're applied in real life, it doesn't make that much sense, so you can um, so yeah, you'll have to see how, how those things play out, so. Um, and then also when people have um, come to him and said certain things like he's just been in one ear and out the other. One yeah. dude that I like um, Republican by the name of Senator Tim Scott, <clears throat> he's a black guy from South Carolina, first African American to, um, to be a House representative and in the Senate um, since Reconstruction mm. one of my, he continues the lineage of one of my heroes, Benjamin Franklin Randolph, he was a United Methodist minister, he owned his paper, he was a senator back in uh, Reconstruction, he got killed by the Klan in 1868, but crazy thing about that though, and this is how he can blind you, right, Benjamin Franklin Randolph, he's the reason why we have free public education, he's the first person that proposed legislation so that non-land-owning men could vote, mm. unfortunately he left out the women still, but you know, you know, but like, so here's the thing, here's crazy, here's the crazy thing. He's like y'all racist people, right? Y'all have held us in slavery, but guess what? I'm still gonna put you on, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure your kids get a good education. Yeah, I can make sure you can vote even though you don't own land because yeah. I understand the real hustle is against super rich people versus super poor people, sure. right? Or corrupt super rich people because there's some super rich people that are down for the cost too. Um, uh, and but because he just was black, and they couldn't get over it. They lynched, you know, they they killed him. Yeah, that's even crazy. though he was putting in work that was yeah. improving them. You understand what I'm saying? So that's how crazy that is. But this guy, Senator Tim Scott, um, when Trump made his, there's good people on both sides type of thing, mm-hmm. he was the only Republican to go in and say, yo, you can't say that. Let me tell you, let me break this down on why, da, 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 did the whole thing. Trump says, yeah, I got it, right? <laughs> and it does something like like super ignorant and racist like two weeks later and everything like that. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, there are, there, are, there are, you know, when people aren't teachable, um, people don't really like to attempt to keep teaching. Sure. Right? But no, like, I, everybody has the capacity to do good things uh, every once in a while. I mean, like, with the, with the um, clemency that he granted, I think what was their name? Alice Johnson or things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yes, there's that. But I want you to keep that illustration in mind that just because you make me a sandwich don't mean you ain't me mean, choking me with that, the Yeah, right? So that's why I just want people to understand. So, gotcha. um, so but because I but I think I don't like when people say, "Well, he did this as a way to like silence people." Right. That's what I'm not down with. It's like, right. We can celebrate like the good thing, but you're not gonna weaponize that to try and silence right. somebody against these very valid concerns. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: right. that real. That's
0: real. Yeah, yeah. Word. That's what I got, bro. All right, man. Nah, no, that's, that that's, that's 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 uh, that's cool, man. That so, was dope. So, uh, that was real dope. What's what's like the craziest response you've gotten on Facebook recently about stuff like this? I'm
1: uh, just curious. I want to
0: see what the streets is like. I've been out the game. You've been, been out of like, Facebook for like three.
1: I've been out Facebook for maybe like three, I mean,
0: four years. Basically, maybe.
1: everything like, I just said was like you know, broken clocks, right to the right day throwing breadcrumbs. Uh, most people want to have conversations Off of Facebook They want to call me Oh word okay. uh, Which is cool well, I, I'm not mad at that um, I think that's good man Yeah for sure It's healthy conversation it yeah. um, I think it was funny I had a, a Trump supporter He told me that my posts Were divisive <laughs> <laughs> Brother your vote was divisive <laughs> 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 Like I have to get But Trump's not divisive going. <laughs> I really don't like What you post Because it's, it's very divisive <laughs> So that I thought That was a doozy right um, mm-hmm. but yeah I mean it's, it's, basic, it's basic you know rhetoric from both sides right that support it and both that some of that don't support it and it's a it's a happy um, medium <laughs> between alright right. <laughs> so one, one more question for you uh, yeah. who's the king of R&B
0: Jackie's <laughs> first of all <laughs> first of all I saw that brother sing and I, I had my asthma activate because he. <laughs> whoa, wait a minute! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> wee, wee, get my. The brother wheezing. I was like, wait a minute. And let me get yeah, my. Buterol. Yeah. Oh, nah. What is nah, going nah. on <laughs> right now? First of all, like, shout out to Jacquees, man, because he's Jacquees got the best marketing. Bro. Like, he knew what he was doing when he got having the Everybody's conversation. Everybody's talking about it. He I knew what he was who doing.
1: Jacquees was <laughs>
0: right that's just somebody from around the way. I don't know what Yeah, he
1: knew what he was doing. And I yeah. got the
0: video of him behind, back, like behind stage with Keith Sweat. I'm like, how did he oh, get there? Oh, you see that? That was crazy. Yeah, I did, but I was like, how did he get there? I think they were performing on the same show. Oh, OK. I yeah was like, dang, bro. Keith like, push his myself the, the king of something just so I can get backstage passes. God
1: dang. Bro, Keith Sweat was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. He was so
0: hot. Yeah. My brother doesn't even have an original song, bro. <laughs> That's what got me. I'm like, this brother doing
1: covers and shout out to the king of r b I'm like, guys, that's funny, but yeah, yeah, man, it's always a pleasure talking to you, my for brother. For sure, my G. Indeed, indeed. My guy. Difference in thought. This has been a difference in thought. Charlie Ray. This is Seagoss
0: uh, Tell them where they can follow you. Tell them about your Yo, hit me on Graham
1: you. Yo, hit me on the Grizm okay. at I'm um, Also, I do a podcast called the Cool Kids Podcast with the one and only Murder Mike. You can hit us on the Cool Kids Podcast uh, on Instagram, also on Facebook. And, uh, you know, I'll be in these streets. So holla if you see me. Wow! So be sure to uh,
0: subscribe, comment below. If there's anything that we said that you have questions about, you want know, to know more about it, you just got a hot take you want to throw down there. Like, Go ahead and throw <laughs> a question. Maybe I'll even do a video responding to them. That's right. Wow. We all for the hot takes. But anyways, thank you for listening. I love you. I love you. That's why I'm here. Peace. Yeah. Peace.